Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. Super pumped to be in your ears. And we're going to have a blast on the episode today. Okay. Now, I was studying this scripture and I figured I would share it with you because really it is something that determines how our businesses will play out, how our business life will play out. And it's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, okay? And I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation, and it says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Now, the older I get and the longer I've been a Christian, the more I stop and I'm like, did he really say that? Um, because I'm in this space where I no longer wonder if the word word is relevant or if the word works or if the principles of God are sure. I know they are. And so I now spend more of my time trying to be on the right side of the word, the right side of the principle. And it's not about, oh, if I don't do it this way, then God's going to take his hammer and he's going to hit me, right? It's kind of like gravity. So when you think about gravity, this is what the word of God is. The word of God is like, um, don't try to walk off the roof. You're going to fall and break your legs, right? When I say that, I'm not saying if you walk off the roof, I'm going to be so mad at you and I am going to slam you into the floor and I'm going to break your legs. It is just telling you, if you do this, this is a consequence of doing this. If you stay on the roof, you'll be safe. So I really want you to start thinking about the word in those terms. It's not a it's not like, oh, these are these things that are made up, and if you don't do it the way God wants it, then he's, no, it's none of that. It's none of that. He's just showing you this is the way to thrive, this is the way to be blessed, and all of that. So back to our scripture, okay? And when you think about business, right, like think about it, it says it determines the course of your life, right? Okay, so guard your heart above all else which really means make this a top priority. Like I'm almost scared to say it make, num- make it number one, but at least it's top priority, right? Guard my commitment to guarding my heart should be a top priority. Why? Because it is so important that it will direct the course of my life. It will determine the course of my life. So is this something I can do once in in a while? No. Is this something that I do passively? No. Is this something that I make a priority? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So as I think about it, right now, when we, when it talks about the heart, of course, it's not talking about the blood pump. This is more talking about your soul, talking about your mind. We can use mind, right? Um, and, you know, over the years, I've learned when you think about what goes into your mind, there are a number of sources, right? It's what you see, it's what you hear, and it's also what you say, right? Because what you say hits you first before it hits whoever you're saying it to, right? You hear what you say. So I want you to think about your heart is this place that you're supposed to guard, right? You're supposed to guard it. And there are three gates, if you will, okay? So there's the eye gate, what you see. There's the ear gate, what you hear. And there's the mouth gate, what you say, okay? So if this is the way things are coming into your heart and you're the guard, it really means what you're guarding is what you see, 
what you hear, what you say, because those are things that come into your heart. And when they come into your heart, they're going to determine the course of your life. Now let's replace this life with business, right? Business is an aspect of your life. It's not your whole life. And this principle applies to your whole life. Okay. But let's talk about your business. So guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your business. Huh? Okay. Now, can I just determine the course of my business? No. I don't have control over that. What I have control over is what I let into my heart and whatever I let into my heart determines what shows up in my business. So I'll give you an example. If during the recession, all your, all your hearing, right? So your ear gates is, you know, oh, there's a recession. This number of businesses shut down. People are no longer spending money. um, And all of these things, if you let that come in long enough, It takes root in your heart. And what it will do is it will make, even with the actions that you normally take, you start self-sabotaging, right? Because you're like, well, this is not going to work anyway. So what's the point? You get into analysis paralysis. Um, You start showing up as less than. You start showing up not expecting, like even if, say, you are, you know, you do online courses or your coach and you're doing a launch, you're not even showing up with expectation that anybody will say yes or take you up on your offer. And the thing is, when you show up with that kind of energy, it your expectation does not get cut off. Like that's exactly what happens, right? So even if you know what to do, if this piece is not in order, you're not going to do it. You're going to you're going to act according to the state of your mind, right? Okay, so let's come let's come back to the three gates. So we have what you see, what you hear, what you say, and you're the guard. Okay, so a guard will likely allow, so if I was guarding a house, right? If the owner of the house came in, I'd let him in. If his friends came in, I'd let him in, okay? If an enemy came, I would keep them out, right? So if I'm a guard, I let the right people in, I keep the wrong people out. And so when you think about it, um, the, the things that I see, right? This is why your community is so powerful, right? So if all I'm seeing is people whose businesses are not doing well, who are struggling to get team members, who are like they've given up and all of those things, if that's all I see and I see it long enough, it comes into my heart and it determines the course of my life. So in this economy at the time of this recording, where there's a recession, there's hyperinflation, there's so many businesses shutting down and all that. What is my job? My job is to put myself in a position where I keep a lot of those wrong pictures out. Like, yes, I'm going to get some information. I'm going to come across some people, but that doesn't need to need to be the bulk of the information I get through my eyes, right? I need to see people who they are in this economy, but they're thriving. They're in this economy, but they're pushing forward. They're in this economy, but they're making it work. They're in this economy and they're adapting, right? The more I see that, the more I can show up. Like my case is different. Like, of course there are people going out of business, but I'm not. What, what put your heart in that state? What you've been seeing. Okay. So for instance, I run a program. I run a business school called the Entrepreneur Business School is specifically for physicians. And one of the things that I give the most attention to is curating a community 
where the impossible is possible, where dreams come true, where even in hard times, things are working, right? I'm doing that intentionally knowing that if, so when people come in and they see that, they start believing it's possible. They start showing up that way. And guess what? It determines the course of their businesses, right? And so while people are like, oh, private practice is not working. Somebody else is like, oh my goodness, I just had my first million dollar year. If Even if your stuff wasn't working, you're in a place where, oh, I just had my first million dollar year. I launched my practice in three months. I broke even. I, you know, like, oh, I, you know, I, I launched and in 14 months I hit the million dollar mark. I want you to think about that. If that's what you're seeing, it will determine the course of your business. So what you see is powerful. So you want to put yourself in the right communities. You want to remove yourself from the wrong communities. You want to keep the right examples in front of you. It may not be a community like that. It may be the, 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 um, it may be the books that you're reading. It may be the icons that you're watching. And you're just looking at that. You, you keep that example in front of you. You keep your vision board in front of you. Keep all those things. What are you doing? You're programming yourself. You're controlling the only thing you can control, which is what you let into your heart. You cannot control the outcome. Once you control this, ultimately you control it, right? But this is what you have control over. Can you overwhelm your heart in a good way? Can you overwhelm your mind with the pictures of what is possible based on the word of God? Right? Okay, so that's the eye gate. Then there's the ear gate. What are you listening to? Right? What are you listening to? Who are the people you're listening to? Should you listen to the news? Of course. I mean, you want to know what's going on. Should you binge on it? Oh my goodness, no. Why? Because bad news is what sells. So they're not incentivized in any way to balance that out, right? And so you can only take so much without it getting into your heart, right? So you want to be listening to, so think about, you're listening to this podcast now. Think about what it is doing to your mind, right? There are podcasts you could be listening to. There are conversations you can be part of. There are people who are doing really well you could meet with. There are audiobooks you could be reading. There are all these things that could be happening, right? You control it. When you're listening to the Word of God, especially if you're listening to it, not as a storybook, uh, but as a book that is true, you think about, you think about Isaac. You're like, man, that man prospered in the midst of a severe famine, just like his father, Abraham and Joseph, man, that guy, like he was a foreigner and he became the second in command in a whole country. When his family came to visit, he gifted them a city. You think about David and you think about how much he gave, you know, billions of dollars for the building of God's temple. And you're like, my goodness, right? And you're reading all these things. You're like, Abraham, God talked to him in chapter 12. And in chapter 13, the Bible says he was very rich in gold and silver and cattle. And you're like, oh my goodness, right? And you're reading all this stuff. You're listening to all this stuff. What is it doing? It's getting into your heart. And you're like, my case is different. My case is different. So you show up 
different. You read scriptures, you listen to scriptures like Deuteronomy 31, 6, where God says, don't be afraid of them. Be, be strong, be courageous. Don't be afraid of them. Don't panic before them. For I, your God, I will go, I'll personally go before you. I will not fail you. I will not abandon you. So as you go about your day, you start thinking, man, God has already gone. Not only is he with me, but he's gone ahead of me. Who knows who he's talked to? Who knows who's going to show me favor because of what God did? It gets into your heart. You show up different. You act different. You expect different. The course of your business changes. That's the second gate. The third gate, the third gate is what you say. Now, this is something I say a lot. I don't think I could ever say it enough, but I grew up knowing that my mouth is a body part that I use for eating, right? I have a tongue. I taste food. It's, it's good. When you become a Christian, you need to understand the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Okay? So that's Genesis 1.26. But when we look at the character of God or the things that God does from Genesis chapter 1, you see that the predominant thing you notice there is that God was speaking. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, and God said, and God said, and God said. He created by speaking. Your mouth is for creating. Your mouth is for creating. Um, Proverbs 18, 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You attract life by what you say. You attract death by what you say. Your speaking is never neutral. Your, speak, your speaking never, does. Is there's never a time it doesn't have power, right? So as a guard, you choose what you let come out of your mouth, Right? If other people are saying, oh, this business thing just sucks, nothing is working, you understand that you don't have the liberty of saying that. You, you don't, because you will create what you're saying. All you have to do is say it long enough. Okay? And so, what I do for my business, right? Or let me use the business school as an example. I, I realize, like, not, I learned, I know enough not to say negative things, right? About my business or things like that. Like I, I just, I'm not going to say it. But at the same time, zero, right? So not saying negative doesn't take me to positive. It brings me to zero, right? It's like paying off debt. It brings you to zero. It doesn't make you wealthy, right? Okay. So now that I know not to say the wrong things, I have to proactively say the right things, right? What does God say about your business? And I created a whole sheet, right? Because sometimes um, circumstances go make you go like, wait a minute, what? What is going on here? That may not be the best time to start looking for what to say, right? So I have these declarations based on the word of God, and I put it there, and I start saying them, and I start saying them, understanding that as I declare, things are happening. As I declare, things are being created. As, I, I, as I'm speaking, I don't know what's happening. Maybe my name is being mentioned to somebody who's going to say, oh my goodness, I want to support what you're doing, or somebody decides, oh, I want to come work with you, or I don't know what's happening. But I know death and life are in the power of the tongue, so I can sit and create life as a good guard, right? So I can let certain words be spoken as a good guard, knowing that it's creating life. And then when the words, the temptation to say the words that will create death come as a good guard, I don't let them out of my mouth, right? And so when I was younger as an entrepreneur, I would think that this is, this is way too much, right? But I know better now right? I know a whole lot better. Your heart, the state of your mind 
will determine the outcome of your business. And so if God says above all else, like guard your heart above all else, then let's at least pay attention to what he said, okay? So what I want you to do is really make a commitment that you're gonna start paying attention to what you listen to, what you hear, what you what you see, what you're saying. Um, it was a few days ago where I felt like God said to my heart, he said, uh, you're like a luxury car, you can only put premium gas in the tank. And I knew exactly what he, mean, he meant, right? Um, because I had developed this habit of scrolling a little more than I usually do on Facebook. And he's like, you're a luxury vehicle. Like, you, you, you're you a world changer, right? You're called to be a king and a priest and to reign in the earth. Um, you have the, na- the destiny of nations you're walking around with and there are things I want to create with you. Like, we don't have time to be putting trash in the tank, do you see what I'm saying? He's like, you're a luxury car. You only put premium gas, you know? And so I just want to invite you to start paying attention to your mind, your heart. That's the, that's the, it's a, it's a center of gravity of sorts. And, you know, the more you pay attention to say, okay, I'm really going to put really, really good quality stuff into me, um, th- the better everything else will be. Right. And so I just want to invite you to start adopting that. And I take this seriously. Like I have a journal where I do audits. Like, what are you thinking? Where did you get that from? How much time are you spending on this? What are you actually listening to? What are you actually seeing? What are you actually saying? Uh, what are your lines sit in your imagination? Like I do audits of all those things. Um, because I don't want any stinking thinking to get in the way of, you know, the potential that I have. Okay. So. You know, I'm I'm rooting for you and I'm looking forward to all the, like you day by day, just making those little tweaks, little tweaks day by day. And every time you make a little tweak, it makes a big tweak on the other side over time in your business. And, and you know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so you're going to start doing this all the other areas of your life. Like for instance, in your marriage, you're going to be like, oh, I just need to go find people who are really successful at this thing that maybe they've done it for a lot longer than I have. And I'm going to insert myself into their circle so I can see and hear the things that will set me up so I can thrive in my marriage, right? I'm going to look for kid people who raise kids and, and all of these things. I'm going to be in their orbit rather than listening to all these statistics of, oh, you know, it, you know, by the time they go to college, only 11% of them are saved, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to look for people who killed it. And I'm going to start listening and seeing, right? I'm going to start speaking over them. Um, and, and, and all these things, it's, ah, it's just so great. It's so great. Okay. So I'm excited for you. Uh, we can change the course of our lives by changing what we let into our heart. You know what to do. And I cannot wait to hear all the testimonies, all the wins that are going to come out of this. Uh, rooting for you as always. And I'll see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast.